Tis good, my black kings, my black queens, and my people of the kingdom. What's new? What's good? It was popping. It's your host, Ken, with two ends, man. Back with another episode of Blacks. Y'all already know. First things first, let's get these pleasantries out the way. Whether you are new or you are an OG, I want to thank you for your support. Thank you for coming and listening to the kid. If you have not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. And while you at it, leave a rating and or review if you want to cop some merch. Link is down in the description. All right, let's cut straight to it. <sighs> You're looking at the title, right? And you probably like, what? Is this more clickbait? Is it? Like, cause you already know that last episode was clickbait. I'm sorry, I had to hit y'all with it. But you know, this it was important information. I had to let y'all know. But like I said, you're looking at the title, and you you're probably wondering like, what where am I going with this? All right. And the question of today's episode is: Are women to blame? For men not wanting to get married. That is the question. Are women to blame for men not wanting to get married? Now, a little bit of context. If you've been like, you know, on the socials lately, or if you've perused YouTube enough, you have made you may have come across a particular community known as the red pill community. Uh, and it is named thus because if you've ever seen The Matrix, you know, the scene where Morpheus offers Neo the blue pill, or the red pill. And, you know, the red pill is basically opens his eyes and he realizes all of the truths of life and reality. And if, if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, just look up the scene on YouTube, right? And one of the one of the base concepts that's kind of pushed in the red pill community is for guys to not get married or to at least hold off on marriage until they're like well established in a career financially successful have attained a certain amount of status have entertained x amount of women so they know exactly what they're looking for exactly what women to avoid Alright, I'll be honest with you At one point in my life I had reached this kind of Blind red pill community uh, You know Theology that I wasn't gonna get married, you know And it wasn't more so It, was, it wasn't really because of um, It wasn't really to I wouldn't say I, I, I wasn't gonna get married Because of women it was just something that I wasn't interested in. You know, I was with the whole trying to be free and liberal and, you know, like, who needs marriage when you can do the same thing? Marriage is just a piece of paper, you know, shit like that. And, you know, now that I've experienced life a little bit more and have a little better understanding of things. Marriage is something that I do want. And um, to me, it is more than just a piece of paper now. But essentially, where the question comes from is a lot of men, typically men, who go through, um, who go through, let's say, less desirable experiences of divorce, typically get 
you know, the short end of the stick. I, I remember there's this video that went viral uh, of this white guy explaining how he had married this woman, right? He was a, he was a single guy, no kids at the time. He married this woman. Um, she had a, she had a kid of her own, so he had decided to become a stepfather. You know, took care of this woman, raised someone else's, another man's child as his own child. I think for he said about, um, I think like eight to ten years or something like that, and then they got divorced, right? So they got divorced, and she took. Well, I want. I don't want to say she took, but in court she won uh, his house. I believe that she uh, won half of his 401k. Um, she won the cars that he had, and she had won um, something else. But basically, and then she ended up getting with another guy. I think she like cheated on him or something like that. And basically, you know, he lost everything after marrying this woman and helping her take care of a child that she created with another man from a previous relationship. And now he was in this position and now he was in this position to where he... I had basically lost everything or most of everything and to make this more personal um i've say I, i've been in like i said in my in my last relationship you know just being with that person being being i would say not being with that person but having the things said to me that were said to me by that person that all I think that also contributed to me like not wanting to get married. It was like, you know, like this was a person who I loved. I wanted to achieve everything in life with. You know, I wanted to, you know, be able to grow old. You know, the whole love life story. Get married, grow old, die together. That kind of thing, right? But it was like. This was somebody that I loved to the core. You know, probably the closest love that I've ever had that a love a love that came as close to the love that I have for that I have for my mom, you know, for any woman in my life, right? And to have the things said to me that were said to me and I've said it on the show and I'll give you an example for she as I said, one of my great, one of my top three goals is to try to be, not even try to be the best father that I can possibly be, right? So to have this person who I look, who I kind of held up to, I, um, you know, I just held him in, in such a light, such a, like a heavenly glow, you know, to uh, basically put him on a pedestal and... To have them say to me, if we had a child together, I wouldn't let you see them. Or I wouldn't let you know. If I got pregnant, I wouldn't let you know. I go into hiding. And, I, you know, all this other shit. Knowing, knowing how I feel about being a father in the future, right? So, it was, it's, 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 it's 
it's it's it's examples like that, it's situations like that where I can see, like I said when I spoke on uh, the viral video, and just give you right now my personal experience where I can I can I can understand why men wouldn't want to get married to women based off of those experience. Now, there's there's always nuance to to everything, and and I would say the other. I would say before we get into nuances, let's jump to the other side of the conversation or the other side of this. And that being that you shouldn't, as men, you shouldn't look at women with a sort of nihilism or, you know, extreme pessimism to where it's like you don't you 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 feel like you don't want to get married because every woman is like that woman that you had that experience with see like for me example i think that i didn't want i went through that period of not wanting to be married because i had let my last relationship cloud my judgment and i just took that to the extreme and was like because i was so hurt by that i was like i i don't i never want to be in a position i never want to give somebody that much power over me again to where they can say those things you know and use them against me in that manner so really it i would say not for all but for most probably for most men it could be you don't want to marry a woman based off past experiences because you're fearful of what could possibly happen based on what you what you've been through and the hurt that you experienced which which i mean that's valid you know what i mean that is that pain that hurt is valid but i'm a person i don't like to live life out of fear and i don't think anybody else should live life out of fear especially not men you know so i would say you know to like i said to step on the other side of this not every woman is that way you know and since my last relationship I've met and experienced and entertained plenty of women who were not that way. And, um, you know, and it's, it's just, I didn't let, I didn't let, even though it hurt and it was painful and I had to learn how to, I had to learn how to process it, you know, adequately. I came out on the other side knowing that just because this I had this bad experience doesn't mean I should live my life the rest of my life based off of that. Like you got you you should think that this is just an isolated incident. You know, this is not going to be every single time. It may not even be the next time. You know, the next woman that you may come across or that you decide to be in a relationship may be the woman that you feel that you've always wanted you know or dreamed about or you know whatever you want to call it you know so you shouldn't when you i think that when you when we start to live our lives based off negative past experiences we miss out on a lot of opportunities whether that be relationships whether that be um career opportunities whether that be financial opportunities it's just like 
let's relate it to to money right let's say um you you want to buy a car let's just do that let's say you want to buy a car and you know you you do your research a little bit and then you f you see the car that you've always wanted right let's say you want a, a 2018 toyota camry right this is like the car you've always wanted this would be perfect fit for you you find it right you find this this toyota camry 2018 and somebody sells it to you but they don't tell you that the car had uh water damage so you buy it and you drive it around and it's starting to break down on you but you don't know that there's you know water damage and stuff like that because they didn't tell you so all of a sudden you start having all these problems you start shelling all this money on this camry on your little car and then you get to a point where you just done with the car you threw with it you sell it and you get buy a new car but now because of that negative experience with that car now you're just like toyota camrys are shit i would never buy another one ever again in my life it's terrible i wouldn't recommend it to anybody but it's like why 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 take that standpoint from just one isolated negative experience with that single car there's thousands hundreds of thousands millions of cars there's hundreds of thousands of toyota camrys out there you know, just like there's hundreds of thousands, millions, billions of women out there. So you shouldn't let these negative experiences affect your your future, um, your future decisions, your future choices in a negative way. I'm not saying ignore the experience and ignore the knowledge that you can gain from it. That's not what I'm saying. Because you definitely want to learn from these negative experiences. But I, what I am saying is don't let the negative experiences dictate how you live the rest of your life. Because if you focus on the negative, you become the negative. And people don't like negativity. I mean, as much as we're drawn to it, which is why so many people continue to watch the news. It's because there's a certain level of negativity that comes with the news and they give you like that little splash of positivity just to keep you reeled in and then it's back to the negative stuff touch on that there's actually studies that show people who watch the news are more depressed and anxious look it up but anyway um yeah man i would say like i said to the question are women to blame for men not wanting to get married <sighs> to me it's it's not a clear-cut answer to me it could it just depends on who you are. But in a general sense, for me personally, I would say no, women are not. Because at the end of the day, you still have a choice. You know, um, no matter the experiences that you have, no matter what you've gone through, are going through, or just came out of, at the end of the day, you still have a choice that you can make whether or not you want to be married. You know, that's your choice. You you choose to do that. You know, and um, it's just like I said, it's a lot of nuance to it. It's a lot that goes in it. But man, fellas, don't you know, don't get hung up on the on on the one bad chick or the two, three bad chicks, because there's good women out here. 
there there's plenty of good women out here to be had and they are searching for a good guy now you do got to be a good guy you can't be a shitty guy and you be like you know fuck these hoes dang shit but you basically the male version of them it 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 does not work that way at all you know what i'm saying we we got to get ourselves together and we got to be ready for you know that marriageable woman now ladies let me i'm gonna speak to the ladies for a little bit this is why i said that there's no clear-cut answer to this question because it could be yes and it could also be no because you do have women that will use two things against a man they'll either use his his vulnerabilities and his sensitivities against him and or they'll use the the courts against the man because we all know that typically more often than not probably 90 percent of the time the court sides with the woman in a in a heterosexual sense if it's a if it's a man and a woman in court and it's involving marriage or some type of um relationship the court usually sways more to toward the maternal side rather than the paternal side let's let's touch on vulnerabilities and sensitivities i think that one of the reasons see a lot of women they want a a man who who can be vulnerable and be open and talk about his feelings and emotions right but what i think is it's it's like a catch-22 because a lot of women want a man to be vulnerable, but when he is vulnerable, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know what to do. It's like I want you to I want you to talk to me. I want you to be open, talk to me about your feelings, your emotions. And then he finally reaches that point where he feels comfortable. I tell you right now, and I've I've asked a couple women this question. One of the most uncomfortable things about being in a relationship with a man is that when he opens up and he starts to cry, women don't know what to do. It's uncomfortable for them. Cause they're, and I mean, you can't blame them cause they're not used to seeing men cry. We're, the way we're the way we're raised, you know, socially is that the girls are the ones that do the crying and the men are the ones that come and do the consoling and the comforting, you know, men, you know, the stereo, the stereotypical, the cliche boys don't cry you know what i mean so i mean you can't blame them for not knowing what to do when a man does cry because they've probably never seen it they probably never seen their dad cry probably never seen their grandpa cry unless it was like some dire situation where there was a um a death in the family or something like that but other than that i mean we typically don't see men crying so you can't necessarily blame women for not knowing how to properly process when a man does you know break down in that sense but then at the same time women you shouldn't feel the need to use that use those vulnerabilities and sensitivities against him in retaliation to when you feel hurt you know if you feel hurt and you feel attacked as adults, we should be able to properly and effectively communicate that without 
feeling like we need to retaliate and excuse me hurt our partner you know what i'm saying and it's it's just like i said man like i said it's you we should we we are adults here this is a podcast for adults right we should be able when we are hurt even i like i know it sucks it sucks but when we are hurt we need to be able to effectively effectively communicate that pain communicate that hurt to our partner without using their vulnerabilities and sensitivities in retaliation you know and i think that's why that's definitely one of the reasons why a lot of men now aren't looking for marriage is because they feel well i mean on the emotional side on the emotional side they just feel like if i open if i really do open up to this woman and i become vulnerable and sensitive with this woman there's going to come a situation there's going to come a time when she's just going to use that information against me so why why would i even put myself in that situation which from a man's standpoint is logical why would you put your if if you were to break it down to its most base component why would you put yourself in harm's way that's basically what it is if you want to make it as simple as possible why would you put yourself in a position to be hurt it's logical you know but then like i said it's all it's 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 so much nuance to this man so 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 much nuance and if you know aside from the emotional another reason i can see why men now don't really want to get married and when i when i'm this topic is about heterosexual relationships i can't speak on you know lgbtq relationships because i'm not part of that community so this is strictly about heterosexuals but if it applies to you you know the shoe fits where it um like i said aside from the emotional another reason i could see is financial there's a lot of financial risk and financial risk applies to men who actually have finances to lose you can't be broke sitting on your mama's couch scratching your nuts playing video games all day talking about you don't want to get married because a woman's gonna take all your money what money what money do you have okay we're not talking about you we're talking about men who are actually out here working, making a living for themselves, and who actually do have finances to lose. You know, and and that's that's a real big part of of um you know marriage is is finance. People people try to say that you know money doesn't matter in a relationship. It's blah 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 blah. Trust me, it matters. It's not the end-all be-all, and it's not what you should build a relationship on. But you know the saying, there's no romance without finance. It's it's true. Especially if you live here in the United States. You, you definitely want to have adequate finances, especially with the cost of living only going up. It's not going down anytime soon. It's only going up, you know. And like I said, a man who actually has finances does have something to lose because if he's not married, you can yeah, he can just go his way, she can go her way. He doesn't have to shell out any money for anything, right? There's no responsibility tied to that. Well, as long as there are no kids. 
no responsibility tied to that at all, right? Now, let's say a man does get married, and let's say he does have kids, and his wife does divorce him, let's say, uh, I don't know, irreconcilable differences. Now, more than likely, he's going to have to pay that child support. More than likely, he's going to have to get, if they have cars, he's going to have to give up one of his cars, or two, however that, you know, works out. If they have a house, you got to figure out who's going to keep the house. Is he going to keep the house? Is she going to keep the house? Does he have, Does he make enough money to where she can keep the house and he can go find uh, another means of shelter? You know, these, these are important factors. And I've seen, I've seen child support cripple men. Literally cripple them because it is, it's so much. It's, it's like they already, they were making, let's say a man's probably make, the average person makes about forty-five dollars to $55,000 a year, right? Now, let's say he has to shell out, I don't know, let's just say um, $500, $500 a month, right? Now, imagine... That's an extra $5 on top of his cost of living. Because if he has a house, he's more than likely paying a mortgage. Then he has to pay all of the, the bills, all the utilities and, you know, lights, water, heating, all of that good stuff. Then he has to pay for a car. If he has more than one, then he's paying for two cars. Then he has to pay insurance on those cars. Then he has to pay for maintenance. And I mean, once you accumulate all of the expenses, like I said, and then let's say he has multiple children. Let's say he has more than one. So now he's paying a thousand dollars a month, five hundred dollars each child. <sighs> That's a lot of money. It's tough. He's probably living. He's probably with that. He's probably being forced to live off less than half of his annual income if he's an an average earner, which. 80% of the population, oh, really 98% of the population, we're average earners. We earn between forty-five dollars to $55,000 a year, right? So, I mean, that, that I mean, it's, it's rough. So, it's, it's kind of like if I were to equate it to the reciprocal of, of, you know, women that may not want to marry men, it could be like, you know, those women that have had bad experiences with men in the past, and now they say, oh, men ain't shit, men are trash, men are dogs, I don't need a man. It, I mean, it, that would be the equivalent to a man having bad experiences with a woman, and now he's saying, oh, there's no more good women out here, I don't want to get married, it's too much of a risk. So, I mean, for both sides... I think what's important, what's most important is to not become a nihilist. Don't, 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 don't become a nihilist because of isolated incidents, you know? Now, if this has happened over and over and over again, now, now you have to start looking introspectively. You have to do, start doing some self-reflection because if you look at all of these past ne negative experiences and you have multiple like a plethora and abundance of 
past negative experiences, you have to ask yourself, what is the common denominator in all of those experiences? I'll give you the answer. It's you. You are the common denominator. So that means that you probably need to start doing some work on yourself to put you in a position to make better choices going forward. But like I said, the most important thing, the most important message is don't become a nihilist, whether you're a woman in regards to men or a man in, in regards to women. Don't become a nihilist because there are good there are good people out here. There are good marriageable women. There are good marriageable men out here. And you just have to, first of all, stop listening to social media because that shit is poisoning your mind. First of all, get that shit out of the way. Second of all, you just got life. See, we've been stuck inside for so long that we've forgotten that life happens outside. Life does not happen behind the phone, behind a dating app, behind Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's not where life happens. Life happens outside, man. So if you want to meet some great people, you want to meet some great women, great men, go out. You don't, you don't, I'm not saying you got to go out to a club or a party. You can go to the library. You can go to the gym. You can go to a networking event. You can go to church. I mean, you can go anywhere and just meet people. You can just go to the mall. Go to the mall tomorrow and meet. Just walk up to somebody random. I mean, don't be creepy about it, obviously. But you'd be like, I don't know, make some shit up. Like, excuse me, um, how do you, what do you think about this? Like, have you... Have you ever bought these before? Or have you ever seen somebody wear these? I don't know. Just make some shit up, you know? It's, it's easy. But the question, are women to blame for men not wanting to get married? My answer, like I'm going to say, I, I am going to say no. The answer most definitely, in a general sense, is both yes and no. But for me, if somebody would ask me this question, I would say no. And why would I say no? I would say no just because I feel like if you're a man and you putting in the work, you're grinding, you know what I'm saying? You you really working on yourself and you putting in yourself in positions, you know, to further you in life, then you're going to come across good marriageable women because a part of working yourself, a part of working on yourself is being able to decipher, you know, the the good from the bad. Being able to separate the positive from the negative. Having proper discernment, you know, being able to make good, calculated, logical decisions based off the information that you're able to gather. You know, so if somebody would ask me that question, I would say no, but then I'm also not ignorant to the fact of why somebody would say yes. But that's it for today's episode, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Blacks. Before I go, just a little bit of information. Um, like I said, doing a total rebrand, a total rehaul is coming uh, this, this upcoming year. Logo is changing. Merch is changing message is changing complete rehaul like i said i've really gotten in to ever since i started this thing back in february which is crazy i started this back in february but for some reason it doesn't feel like it but yeah that's 
<laughs> I start started this back in February. For some reason, it feels like man, I just been doing it for a while because that's that's just how comfortable I am with it now, and I like that. I like I like that I am this comfortable with it because this means that I can take this to you know new heights. I can take this further, and um, trust me, there's still stuff that I I am you know iffy on that I'm not really secure or or confident in but like i said as as we grow and as i continue to get better man i mean this thing is it's just the field is wide open for this the field is it's just wide open but like i said having started this in february up until now i've really you know have i've really i really think i found my niche and where this podcast needs to go for the future and for the the success of this podcast and of the Blacks brand, because in the grand scheme of things, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm pretty sure I have. This is going to be a brand. This is going to go further than just a podcast. All right, the Blacks community is going to be a brand. All right, you know what I mean. Like this is this is. At the end of this, we, we will have accomplished. We're gonna I'm trying to touch everything. I'm trying to have my hand in every jar possible. You know what I mean? But like I back to the main my main message. Like I said, total rehaul, total rebranding, new logo, new message, you know, new content, new guests. Just everything. We're, we're taking this in a different direction, but this new direction is gonna be more um what can I say more what's the word I'm looking for more like concise more focused there we go the direction that we're heading in now is going to be it's going to be more focused more linear you know it's going to be less dabbling this dabbling that and it's going to be like no this is this is our field this this is where we're going and we're not straying from this path for any reason because this is where our success lies all right but um yeah man this this upcoming year 2022 it's gonna be a great year for me it's gonna be a great year for you it's gonna be a great year for everybody no matter what happens i don't care if we have another pandemic with this omarion variant or omnicron or omni man whatever the fuck it's called you know whatever it's called it doesn't matter it's still gonna be a great year all right but like I said, man, whether you're new or you're OG, I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate the support. If you have not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a rating and or review. If you have any information that you want me to know, leave it in the review, man. Or send it to my Instagram, underscore K.E.M. And feedback is necessary for us to progress forward. And for me to know what it is that you would like to hear me discuss. Or if you want to be a guest. I welcome pretty much anybody. You know, of course, I'm going to put you through a little vetting process. But, you know, for the most part, if you're a normal person, I, you know, I don't, you know, <laughs> you know, you can, you're more than welcome to join. But, um, yeah, man. Black peace, black love, black soul. I love y'all, man. Be safe. We out. Peace.